bees in his library? Confound it, madam, my language is most controlled. I say we take off and nuke the entire scythe for It's the only way to be sure. In a thousand years, Gandahar was destroyed. A thousand years ago, Gandahar will be saved. The spice extends life. Silent breed is people! Why welcome, listener? Uh, we've had a bit of a break. I mean, we've had we have an episode up right now, but uh, it was kind of a bit of a delay between um, our uh, Christmas episode and the first of the uh, the winter season, the the twenty twenty one season. Let's say, I uh, just want to sort of acknowledge that and and say uh, we're sorry, but we. <laughs> Do what we can. Life gets in the way sometimes. Yes, uh, we are, but both of us are pretty busy with with our studies at the moment. Yes. So uh, you exactly. know, it's, it 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 comes and goes. How much extra time we have? Yeah, exactly, exactly. <clears throat> uh, so you know, if, if this isn't your first time listening, then you know that we are star crashed and we that we discuss <laughs> genre movie stories before the year two thousand. Uh, if you're a new listener, welcome. Fun to have you here. Get a coffee. That's what I'm drinking right now. So, you know, uh, we can sip our caffeinated drinks and reminisce and talk about movies that we enjoy, which will be in this episode, because we're going to discuss Star Wars number five. Yes. <laughs> the the name escapes me. I think it's like the um, The Empire Strikes Back. Yes. Which is embarrassing that I didn't know that off, off the top of my head, because this is my favorite Star Wars film. <laughs> But I, I, oh, I can be a goldfish when it comes to memory sometimes. Uh, I, I will admit, I get Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi mixed up sometimes. Like those those oh two God. just blend together for some reason. All the um. time. All the time. The titles, everything is, it's all, and also now that we have nine movies, it's really, mm. I really feel like an old lady who just can't keep up with the young kids these days. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm just like, wait, so this is the... Uh, other story, other story. Uh, yeah. Anyways, my name is Ebba. My name is Linnea. So checking in real quick, how are you doing? I'm doing fine. Uh, I'm very busy studying for an exam right now. Uh, <laughs> so it's it's actually kind of nice to have a break from that oh, yeah. and doing Feel some you. podcasting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hang in there. Hang in there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm partly saying that to myself because I'm also like, I have an exam deadline in like two days. So I'm feeling it a little bit. Oh, yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah, we're going to get into Star Wars, but I just want to kind of talk a little bit about something that uh, while I was editing the last episode, I was thinking that uh, or or I was reminded that I brought up uh, WandaVision in that episode. And, Mm -hmm. you know, now I've seen like every episode as they've come out, which is an indication on how long it's taken for me to (laughs) edit (laughs) that episode again. I'm sorry, but I was just thinking, like, have you watched it yet or... Are yes, you, yeah. yes. We, me and my two flatmates, we're keeping up with with Wanda. Keeping up with Wanda, yeah. How are you feeling so far with it? Um, it it took it took a few episodes, I think, to mm-hmm. really hook me. But now I'm into it. I'm very yeah. much into it. Um, and I love all the sort of Easter eggs and the connections to the, yes. the previous films. Um, 
And I'm at at the point where we're recording mm. this, we don't know yet who uh, Monica's contact is. So there's a lot of like, oh, who is it? Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to be something interesting there. So I have my theory. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I just I just think it's such a refreshing. Um, you know, new installment in the uh, in the Marvel universe. I am mm. digging it so much. I was a bit, uh, I mean, like it, it's a slow burn initially, and mm. I was like, I know they are building to something, and I will stick with it because they're, like you say, there are just these Easter eggs come, you know, all the time uh, in the episodes, and it's just they really had a vision. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> didn't mean for that to happen. But they really had a vision, and they and they dared to go with it. And I just think that mm. is so inspiring and fun to watch. And I just I can't I can't wait for more episodes. Honestly, every time. So mm. uh, yeah, just wanted to uh, check with you and see how you were doing with it. I love it. I love it so much. I think it's great. Uh, <laughs> then there is also something other completely random that I just want to bring up with you. Uh, it's a video that I saw just today because it was brought to my mind again. Um, and it's, <laughs> it's, it's so weird. And the thing is, like, I, I think most of our listeners are from English speaking countries. So this is completely superfluous because none of them could enjoy this. Uh, <laughs> but there is, uh, I mean, who doesn't love Indiana Jones, right? Mm. And there is this uh, comedian, Swedish comedian, who has a character that's called Carsten Ka- Tubien, who is this Danish psychic person with fantastically straight hair, and he is really ridiculous. And that comedian has done a sort of da- fake Danish voiceover to a, a very famous scene in the third, no, the second Indiana, Indiana Jones film. And... <laughs> So Linnea, I would ask you to search for uh, Carsten Torbjörn Wienerbröd uh-huh, <laughs> and okay. just have a blast. So, <laughs> listener, if you're not English speaking, let's say you are Swedish speaking or a Danish person with a sense of fun, <laughs> look it up and have a laugh. I laugh hysterically at it. I'm not sure it is as funny as it is in my head. Um, but please do. It's just something about fake Danish and and having the bad guys and Indiana Jones speaking in fake Danish was just so entertaining to me. So that's just my tip of the day. I will check it out. (laughs) Do do check it out. out. (laughs) And please let me know if you laughed or if I've hyped it so much that you just can't enjoy it the way you should do. Yeah. Anyways, uh, we were going to talk about a film, specifically Star Wars today. Uh, would you like to uh, sort of go through the overall story? I'm sure most people are familiar with it, but still, let's be inclusive in case someone aren't. Well, yes. Um, so at the end of the previous film, well, actually, not the previous film, which was the holiday special, but the one before <laughs> that, uh, we, of course, saw the Death Star blow up. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Empire isn't completely vanquished uh, we still have the emperor and, and Darth Vader and and uh, their men running around in the galaxy mm. uh, doing evil stuff so the rebellion is of course still alive and they are at the beginning of the film on Hoth the ice planet mm. uh, with a very <laughs> suitable name <clears throat> oh <laughs> <laughs> 
It took me a microsecond, but yeah, it's very not appropriate, let's say. Yeah. Yes, yes. Um, but the Empire figures out that they're there, so they attack, and the uh, rebellion has to sort of, you know... Uh, evacuate and, and figure out some new solution. And our core team of people, they get mm. separated. Uh, Luke, he goes to Dagobah to mm-hmm. learn from Yoda. And uh, uh, Han rescues Leia during the evacuation and they end up in Cloud City to meet with uh, Lando Calrissian. Mm. Uh, and, uh, you know, things happen and then in the end they are uh, brought together again. Mm. Uh, and, uh, well, evil is still not completely vanquished because, you know, we all know there is uh, an episode six, but, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's still, um, somewhat of a positive ending. Well, kind of, kind of. I mean, Luke lost his hand and Han is in carbonite, so, uh, I don't know. (laughs) I think it's kind of like a bittersweet because, like, Mm. neither side sort of gets their way. Mm, so true. it's like it's yes. good and it's bad and we've got a few miles to go kind of feeling yeah um, yeah it's kind, kind of what a middle film in yeah. a trilogy should be really you yeah know? it's one of those hope is not lost but things aren't looking perfect either you know yeah well put well put uh yeah and and you know speaking of it being a middle film i think it's a it it, it is a very good example and it and and why a middle film can be a very good film also and mm. kind of stand mm. on its own even though mm. it is just like waiting for the final film to happen or the final mm. you know story to happen um but i i think it it, it has it has like an the beats i don't know if that's the word for it but like the beats of the story in this film are really uh, are really balanced and and well thought through i feel like mm. Mm. uh and like they are going towards something else and and also just like a really nice variation in i'm going i'm gonna go all over the place um i can tell that straight away because i've i I feel how my mind is working tonight and it's just the way it is (laughs) anyways um but i also feel like we have a nice uh selection of environments and like sets Mm. and yes and how you how the characters can interact with that and how they are representing um feelings and 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 things like that you know i just i just really like this movie because of that and some really iconic moments and um set pieces because of that um mm. so you know top top notch in in terms yes. of in terms yes. of that and and again you know when it comes to costuming and things like that it's it's getting better from the last one to this one so you can really see like I don't know if this is a fact, but I would assume that there's an improvement in budget and things like that. And I do, yeah, I do yeah. feel that. I do feel <laughs> it, it does look quality. higher budget. Yeah, it does. <laughs> something about this quality is just a little bit better, <laughs> just a little bit. So, um, yeah, that would be my like initial thoughts. Just like going all over the place, I guess. But yeah, but oh yeah, I, I absolutely agree with you about this being a very good example of a middle film yeah. of a trilogy because middle films can sometimes feel like oh you know this is kind of like padding things a little bit mm, maybe yeah. and it's sort of mostly filler and you know we're just it's just a journey for the big fight in the third movie um and you know 
I love the Lord of the Rings trilogy, but I kind of feel like the Two Towers is maybe the weakest out of that trilogy. Mm. While for this Star Wars trilogy, Empire Strikes Back is maybe the strongest of them, actually. So, yeah. uh, you know, it's it, it does really does things right uh, in that regard. And I think it actually is a good decision to split the party <laughs> as yes. they do in the film. Yes, uh, Because, you know, Luke, he has to go through his training. He has to grow as a character. He has to mature, which he does a lot in this film. Um, and then Lu- Leia and Han, they need to have their <laughs> romance for the ages. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> which, I might have some opinions on that, how yeah. actually romantic it is, but you know. Uh, in hindsight, you know. <laughs> when I was when I was a kid and I watched it, I was totally a Han and Leia shipper, so I, I suppose it did, it did something right for me then, at least. I think it comes, we, we might as well get into this a little bit, but I think that comes from the sort of chemistry that those two you know, actors sort of have. Mm. Uh, it really relies on that. And then it, of course, relies on our expectations of what that sort of relationship uh, would lead to, you know, so it's a mm. sort of antagonistic mm. kind of, oh, I hate you, oh, let's throw shade at each other. And that, oh, actually, it was just sexual tension and we love each other. It's kind of leaning on that to help it along. But really, I think it's it's down to the actress that to make it work because it is a bit, toxic yeah i think uh, um, the, some of the the dialogue and some of how they sort of set up certain scenes between them yeah i kind of feel like that doesn't quite stand up today no. to, to to our standards today uh but uh, both carrie fisher and and um uh harrison ford you know because they have chemistry with yeah. each other, they do still manage to make it work. Absolutely. Uh, so, so you know, it's maybe not as convincing today as it was when it first came out, but I think it, it still manages to to hang on yeah. <laughs> to to that uh, romantic label, I suppose. Absolutely. Let's compare it to oh that movie. Uh... Oh, it's based on... Oh my God, I can't remember the name. It's based on a series from the 70s, which was part inspiration for Star Wars. Do you know which one I'm talking about? Uh, it's Lost in Space? No, no. no it no. was a French director. <laughs> Just like a few years French ago. Director. Super, you know, space opera style. And oh, it's a married couple. Uh, are you talking about the, like a comic? It was a comic, yeah. Valerian. Yes, right? thank you. Yes, yes. Thank you. So, Valerian. Uh, mm. Just as an example of, the, because their relationship, I didn't see that complete movie, but um, I just saw a little bit in the beginning, and they did not have chemistry. And they mm. also had that sort of bickering um, style of talking to each other. Mm. Uh, did mm. not work. Did not work at all. Uh, did not believe the relationship. So, I think, you know, just again, uh, underlining here that if you have chemistry you can make something that which re- really isn't a great relationship mm. representation mm. like here in Star Wars you can make it work um, and rose colored glasses and all that when we're looking at things yeah. we loved yeah. as a kids yeah and like you mentioned the whole separating characters and there being sort of like a, a, a need for that and also that it feels kind of natural a progression to make the characters split up uh, as you were talking about that, I was reminded how the characters are split up at points in the new trilogy, let's call it. Uh, you know, Ray and Finn and these characters. 
They are a core group, but they get split up at points. But it doesn't feel it doesn't feel right in the same way. Would you agree? Mm. Well, yes, I I do think I agree with your with your take there that the uh, new trio of characters that we get in, in the, the the modern trilogy mm. there is there is something I suppose lacking there, and I can't quite put my finger on what, but there is something you know we are not quite as invested in 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 them staying together. Um, I suppose I don't know, maybe it's just that they're sort of individual stories doesn't quite overlap in the way that the original trilogy oh. did. Um, because, you know, for, for Luke and Leia, we have quite an obvious overlap because they turn out to be siblings. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, and, and I suppose Han also has his, um, you know, sto- story of, 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 you know, getting together with Leia. And they, they all sort of become a family, but the new mm. trio never does. Not in the same way. Um, and I suppose there might be some some misstep there in in how the new trio was um, presented i suppose um i i hmm. there's i haven't yeah, yeah sorry i haven't really spent a lot of time thinking about this specific question here <laughs> but but i do think it, you you bring up a really good point and i do have a lot of thoughts opinions about the new trilogy <laughs> <laughs> uh. yeah i think um I, I I think there is something because sometimes we expect things to happen. Like for example, let's use Luke and his travel to Dagobah as an example. Like he goes mm. there and he meets he's supposed to meet this master and it turns out to be a little green person um who, who teaches him the way, but then sort of as Luke is um has a vision of of um pain and suffering you know, within his family, his chosen family, let's call it, um, he decides to leave. And, and uh, Yoda says, no, don't leave, you're not ready yet, which turns out to be true. Mm. Uh, as Luke loses his hand and loses the, the battle or, or the, the fight against uh, Darth mm. Vader. So there is like, he learns a lot during his time at Yoda, like his perception of what a master is, is shifted. Mm. And mm. he learns patience to some extent. And he also learns what happens when he doesn't um, trust wisdom and when he doesn't um, make sure to, to, to be patient he didn't he didn't achieve anything when he went away like he wasn't mature enough yet but he did grow so much as a person even when he had his like his accident uh, with his hand and everything so he grew he grew a lot by being separated from the team and to some extent we as an audience kind of had a feeling of it should go in a certain direction and it kind of went that but it veered off a little bit to sort of keep us on our toes Mm. And I think that is really good and, and, and clever might be the wrong, wrong word for it, but it's really, really good writing and, and it's, it's thoughtful. Whereas, yeah, yeah, whereas with yeah. Ray and I'm going to be frank here, these three last movies, I haven't seen them that many times and I don't really feel like it right now. But uh, so they do blend a little bit for, in my head here. But but at times I feel like we have a character like Ray, who is ba- basically Luke number two, 
and it it just doesn't really it it doesn't flow in that in that way that it kind of needs to i don't know mm. i don't know yeah yeah you can't see me right now but i'm sitting here nodding at everything <laughs> you're saying yeah. we really should have web cameras although i think our communication is actually better because then we can't rely mm. on things like that so Exactly, exactly. Yeah, but I, that you know, as you were talking, I was sort of thinking about, you know, that's actually a really good point. The trill, the, the Luke and Leia and Han in Empire Strikes Back, they actually gain something from being separated. You know, yeah. Luke, as we say, he matures and he, it's not a Jedi yet, but no. he's he's on his way to that. Mm-hmm. And also Han and Leia sort of. <sighs> gain on, on them having some almost alone time together but yeah. you know they still have Chewie and, and C-3PO with them but but still you know there's something to be gained there while I'm not really sure how much the you know Finn and Rey and, and Poe gain on being separated in the new, in the new trilogy you know mm-hmm. Rey when she's with Luke training sort mm. of uh, she she does learn more about the force and all that but how much does she actually grow as a character during that time i'm not really sure you know yeah me neither and that's that's the issue issue, i feel like like i don't know i don't know it was so all over the place and you could say that it's unfair to well really um, i mean you could say that it's unfair like i'm comparing three movies to one movie and it's just weird comparison but um i don't know yeah i would like i would like to say something about comparing empire strikes back to um the last jedi which is mm. the the equivalent in the new trilogy yeah. rewatching empire strikes back now when i hadn't seen it for for, for several years by yeah. now um rewatching it now actually made me dislike the last jedi less <laughs> oh interesting <laughs> I, get into it yeah I, I i won't say that i like last jedi but i dislike it less now <laughs> because wow, okay okay out of the new trilogy i would say force awakens is my favorite out of the three i and think it's a really yeah the, that, that's the first one first the, one yeah thank you yeah episode seven um because i think it's just really good adventure story and it's just there's a lot of action and there's mm. a lot of you know just Star Wars about it, um, but but my biggest complaint about Force Awakens is that it borrows a little bit too much yeah. from Episode Four, mm-hmm. um, and it's not really it's, it's, it doesn't do it quite well. I understand you know there's some fan service going on there and it's fine, but they 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 are they don't do it that great. The Last Jedi though. Now that I've rewatched Empire Strike Back, I can see that The Last Jedi does also sort of homage The Empire Strikes Back, but it does it in a much better way than The Force Awakens does. It's more mm. smart about it, it's more subtle about it, um, but it's still, it does still doesn't do it, uh, but it does it better than Force Awakens. So it's, it's, it's kind of like it's standing a little bit better on its own legs rather than yes, uh, relying yes, I think so. and, on... And, yeah. <laughs> I, w- I, I, I yeah, I still don't like the last yet. I don't think it's actually that great of a film. Yeah. Um, but I will say that its homage to the equivalent film of the original trilogy is better than the Force Awakens did. So, you know, there is that. <laughs> yeah, interesting. I'll keep that in mind next time. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm 
honestly, it's probably gonna be a while because I don't have any. <laughs> I, 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 you know, sometimes you can get like, oh yeah, might do that in six months, but I'm not feeling that with Star Wars. I think mm. it's just been too much. I guess. Yeah, um, fair enough, fair enough. But there is just just to bring up a few examples. There is, yeah, um, Ray in uh, the last year that she sort of um, impulsively leaves Luke. Uh, on uh, I don't remember what the, the island is uh. where, he, where he is, but but she sort of impulsively leaves him because she fears that oh her friends are in danger. The same way Luke mm. leaves Yoda, um, and then also later in the film there is this scene where you know Ben Solo, aka um, oh what is his his other name uh, Kylo uh, Ren, yeah, Ka- yeah that that character. He holds out his hand to Rey and says, "Let's join forces." And that's sort of the same way that Darth yeah. Vader holds out his hand to Luke and says, True. "We can rule the galaxy as father and son." And I just thought, "Oh, that's actually really nice." <laughs> yeah, no, that is nice. That is nice. Uh, um... And also, the rebellion is sort of on the run in both of these films. They are both evacuating, and the evacuation goes better in Empire Strikes Back than it does in The Last Jedi. I'm not even gonna still, like, yeah. touch that. No way I'm gonna uh, touch that. You know what? I... <laughs> it, it's still the, the same core concept, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. I I don't... Um, it's too similar, though. That, that whole plot thing is too similar for my taste. I suppose, but I it's... do feel like I do feel like The Last Jedi... It it chose it, it it has chosen to go that route, but then in the end it sort of twists off to the side and does its own thing. You know, it's yeah. not exactly the same. It, it sets the setup is the same, but the ending is not quite the same. I think. Yeah, yeah. You know, it would be fun if we're we sometime in the future would watch these films for the podcast, um, just so so that I feel like I could have a good discussion about those newer movies you know like more and thinking through things more uh, as mm, I'm watching absolutely. it I guess yes, yes. Uh, so let's let's put a pin on that because I think that there is more <laughs> things that we could talk about oh yes movies. I have yeah. so many opinions on The Last Jedi so. <laughs> I, I I don't want to watch it I it's just yeah oh, but I do, it's a beautiful film like it's there's so much nice things about that that movie um but that old oh, yes, romeo the... and juliet thing at the end where they're just like psych 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 it's just too much for me but yeah <laughs> yeah <sighs> yeah well let's we'll, yeah. Let, we'll put a pin in it we'll put a pin in yes, it yes. um <laughs> let's get a date t- together in our calendars <laughs> and 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 get on that in the future <laughs> yeah um is there anything else that you that you thought about while what you were watching um, Star Wars that you were like, oh man, this this is I want something I want to bring up. Oh, I really, you know, Dagobah. Yes, I really love Dagobah. Yes. It's just so cool. Fucking love Dagobah. I <laughs> and agree. Yeah, I I, I recently and this is I love this his is hut. um this is gonna sound like it's completely irrelevant, but it's actually not. I uh, Magic the Gathering Arena recently had release for for mobile phones so it has an uh-huh. app release so i started playing um and i haven't played magic in, in quite a while but just you know the the visuals on the swamp lands in magic mm-hmm. the gathering you know there's so many of them that i'm just like oh that's take about <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> there's just oh, there was just some weird connection my mind made there, and I was like, oh, oh, yes, right. <laughs> but it looks so good, doesn't it? It, it does. just looks so. Yes. G- it's it's just the right amount, you know. Like they didn't overdo it. They didn't go f- Tim Burton, uh, Alice in Wonderland c- mm. CGI shit fest, where it's just like aesthetics everywhere they didn't do that uh, it's just it's just it's just the right amount of of all the things in at Dagobah and I, I do I really like it and I don't know if I'm making this up but I feel like I read sometimes that or, or sometimes that um that uh he had um he had a pool George Lucas like a you know pool Mm, that mm. you have in your yard that was kind of like a renovation thing or something that he was building or something and they used that for some part of it i i don't know and i have no idea what kind of god-awful pool george (laughs) lucas had in his backyard but just just a weird fun possible fake fact right there uh, that i want (laughs) to bring up but it's just like it's so inventive i think when people can if that's what they did um use really mundane things and turn it into a bit of movie magic absolutely um, um, and that also oh i i was supposed to have researched this beforehand but i forgot about it now oh don't worry but... this is fake fact uh, podcast <laughs> i was just recently saying that no. george lucas directed this in his god-awful pool so i mean bring uh, it on. <laughs> the, there, there is in the beginning when they're on hoth yeah i remember seeing a documentary about this many years ago so my memory is a little bit vague on this but from what I remember, they recorded some of the, the scenes on Hoth in, I think it was Norway, but don't <gasps> quote me on that. But the thing is that when they were there, there, uh, there actually was like a huge snowstorm. <gasps> so some of the scenes where you were seeing Luke walking around outside, that's actually shot like right outside their hotel oh because they couldn't get any farther oh my God. because there was so much snow. And now I was actually looking like, can you actually see a building in the background? But you couldn't because there was just so much. But you know what? Hoth also (laughs) looks incredible. And it looks so cold and so windy and shitty. So I believe that. Because it actually really was cold and windy. (laughs) So I believe that because I, I can absolutely see it in my mind. You know, these poor actors sitting in Norway and just being like, well... I get paid, so let's just yeah. do it, I guess. That's inc- wow, cool, cool. Now I want to go to Norway, but I don't because the weather <laughs> seems to be awful going on, you know, basing it yeah, on st- I'm, <laughs> Norway, I'm, so. I'm not the kind of person who thrives in snowy <laughs> weather, so no. I'm not going unless, there. Unless it's... Now, I don't know what, what it's like, like way even more south of Sweden, that there you are, but I really enjoy this kind of like minus... 10 minus 11 uh, degree weather when it's like wind no no wind the sun is shining mm. the snow is dry air is dry it's just so nice because today we have like minus one and it's windy and it's the air everything is just like kind of wet ish mm-hmm. it's mm. awful it's awful and it's way more cold even so yeah yeah because it gets everywhere because it's so wet (laughs) yeah and the wind (laughs) there's something when when the wind also when it's like kind of wet outside like the wind is just more Uh. more awful so Mm. don't rule out hoth is all i'm saying (laughs) it might be the vacation site just for you (laughs) fair enough (laughs) you will see the deals linked in the description below 
<laughs> Bring your family to Hoth. Mm. Yeah, no, the sets are awesome. Also, just a quick shout out to Cloud City. Love it. Yes. The matte paintings mm. are mwah, chef's kiss. They are incredible. Uh, just really nice and oh, future. That's all I say about it. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. It's really cool. Good corridors, everything. <laughs> Could be more outside things, not gonna lie. There are a lot of inside, but I would also imagine like Cloud City. We just talked about how the wind can be really awful, so I'm guessing mm, no. maybe inside is better when you're living in amongst the clouds. It so reminds Absolutely. me of a book. I'm not going to remember what book, but there was like a science fiction book from the uh, 70s, 60s, where they kind of live in like a castle in the clouds. and uh, It just sounded so nice and romantic but it wasn't because they were super lonely up there so maybe they are super lonely in cloud city as well and they're just like ah, i just want to see air i'm guessing that's what it's going to be like on mars if if humans ever you know actually colonize mars just these bubbles and just like oh i can't i can't walk around outside i can't breathe outside i have to be in these bubbles and I don't like Bob, who's sitting next to me, but I'm stuck with him. So that's great. Yeah, anyways, Linnea, I'm sorry. I'm going off topics, thinking <laughs> about different kinds of dome living. Um, <laughs> let's see. Star Wars. Um, we haven't talked about the Vader, the Lord Vader. Mm. Is there much to say? I don't think so, honestly. No, uh, he's, he's, he's iconic. Yeah. And... And, and he's perfect. <laughs> yeah, and also, like, he doesn't... Sometimes I feel like we really complicate our bad guys. And yeah, and we can get a sense of him being a complicated person with, with the past. Uh, mm. Just by a small scatter of things in this movie, which I think is just enough. Just enough. Yeah, all in all, I think we both agree that this is a fantastic... Um, fantastic adventure movie set in space and um, it, it's it's a movie that makes you want to watch the next one and it has its flaws like some of the relationship <laughs> things and you know but overall it's just it, it's a great movie and anyone should like it I think <laughs> yeah absolutely I yeah. mean a lot of people have Empire Strikes Back as, as their favorite from the mm -hmm. original trilogy and I think uh, there's a very good reason for that so yeah. uh, you know, if you haven't seen it already listener for some <laughs> bloody reason <laughs> go out and see it yeah give it a go give it a go <laughs> yes and when you have we want to know what you think so go to our Facebook page at Starcrash Podcast where you can share your thoughts and also give us recommendations for future episodes uh, or check out our Instagram account that is also at Starcrash Podcast. And join us next time as we are moving into Mars and also visiting Mars in Total Recall. Mm -hmm. Bye bye. Bye.